You guys like wearing clothes, right? Alright, cool. I was just checking. HoopStateStore.com. We have some HoopState clothes for you. Some little merch. Nothing too crazy. You know, nice hoodies with the cardinal on it. The State Bird long sleeve t-shirts with the same design. We got the area code t-shirts. We want everyone to rep their code. The first area code to sell out of their t-shirts gets a special edition shirt made just for them. You don't want that, right? You want a special edition t-shirt, right? Well, rep your code. Buy them. Buy them all for all I care. I want everyone to make sure that they have everyone, everything locked in in the merchandise department. So be sure to do that. HoopStateStore.com. HoopStateStore.com. And in case you didn't hear me the first two times, HoopStateStore.com. There is a whole lot going on with the HoopState Network, and I want to make sure each and every one of you are completely locked in with everything we have going on. Simple. Go to YouTube, type in HoopState Network, hit subscribe. Go to Twitter, type in at the HoopState, follow. Go to Instagram, type in HoopState Network, follow. It's really that simple. Spotify, HoopState Network, subscribe. Everything we have going on is going to be in that circle. We're going to be tweeting out articles from our website, tweeting out the pay-per-view stream links, merchandise, all that good stuff, videos, articles, everything you could ever imagine. It's under those umbrellas right there. So be sure to follow all those accounts, subscribe to whatever you need to, and be sure to stay locked in with everything we have going on throughout the rest of the year and throughout all of eternity. Don't ever unfollow. Follow. Don't ever unfollow. It's real simple. We'll see y'all soon. When my friends go, it was simple. When the ends low, switch the tempo. I got right, I got heart, I won't die, I'ma fight. I go down, then I strike, I go hard day and night, yeah. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back into the Hoop State Live podcast, and we have the whole crew this week, the big three. Myself, Miles Mastercola, Rod Bridgers, Anthony Simmons. Simmons, we'll start with you. How are you doing? How's everything going your way? Everything is love, man. Blessed. No complaints. Yes, sir. Rod, how about you? Good, man. I just, uh, you know, smothered me some pork chops here in the crib, man. I'm chilling, bro. Uh, but yeah, other than that, God is good, man. All it's a times. great weeknight. Yeah, so we're sitting here on um, Tuesday nights around 9.30, some of the games wrapping up around the state. We'll talk about that in a little bit. One of the things I wanted to talk about really quickly since we're on the cusp of it happening um, is I, I know – I don't know if we talked about it, but I know I talked about it at some point. I'm sure you guys have too. Is Charlotte Mecklenburg School shutting down all sports basically for a period of time. I think it was around two – I think it was like January 18th or January 17th around. I think the mm-hmm. guys had you know been about two weeks into their season – um, from a basketball standpoint, because that's where, on the, the avenue that we're looking from, they just announced that they're set to resume on February 8th. Uh, I think I think most people are going right back into games, even without practices, because they, they just have to find a way to get them in. How tough is this going to be for these guys to kind of just go right back into the fire after the, a few weeks? And do you think it's going to impact kind of the outlook from a state championship standpoint um, down the road? Rod, we'll start with you. Um, I think definitely it had an impact them just because, like, you haven't had your full team together in almost a month and, you know, trying to go back and, and, and you're at the, pretty much at the end of your season at this point and trying to compete for a state title is going to be tough. I mean, especially you look at a team like North Met who, you know, are prohibited favorites in 4A. So a team like that, you know, every game at this point counts because I'm pretty sure, you know, they have to win the league or whatever to, to get that high seed in, in the state playoffs is what I've been told how the rules are this year. So even like a team like Vance, Vance had – they had aspirations as well too. Now with the addition of Jalen Curry, you see how he's implemented. So I think it's going to be tough for all those Charlotte teams, but I think they, they're, they're welcoming the opportunity just to be able to play at this point. So Yeah, Simmons, as, as a high school head coach and yourself, um, how would you approach this with your team after basically just having to, you know, basically do nothing for three weeks? I mean, as a coach, you know what I'm saying, you just got to, you know, be able to, you know, one of those skills, you got to be able to coach on the fly, you know what I'm saying, and really, you know, in your off time, look at a certain, certain things you can focus on and, and certain things you can kind of, you know, pick up on the go, you know what I'm saying, like, just do. But um, as far as the players is concerned, man, I mean, me personally, like, I feel like it falls, the Hoopers going to show up. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, it's basketball. You know what I'm saying? The cream rises to the top. And the playoffs, no lead is safe. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you get in spooky hours, like I said, so, you, so you're nervous, that was created for a reason. Like, when the yeah. stakes are high and it's the fourth quarter and it's winner go home and you got to win, like, only a few can really play at that level. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I honestly think – I think it could be some upsets, but ultimately, I don't think it would be a uh, – uh, a state championship we didn't predict but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that we didn't you know what I'm saying, have a, a chance of thinking about. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And I do think that they're, you know, with them coming back in about a week or so from here, I think they play start next Monday. 
there is enough time to at least gel a little bit, um, kind of getting back into the swing of things. And I think if you look at – I think another thing that helps too, and I've talked to other public school teams around this about this as well, particularly the guys at Apex Friendship, but North Mech and Vance both played – a dozen or so games in a fall league before. So they're already yeah. able, in, our, in the hoop state fall league. So they're already able to establish that rapport. Right. I think those games, whether you played in a fall league or you didn't, that is going to have an impact on how your team gels coming off of this long layoff because they've already done that before. They already played a handful of games, had a Christmas layoff basically for the month of December and then had to come back. So I think they did it once they could do it again. True. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, looking at another school in the Charlotte area, I feel like we need to talk about them because they're sitting at 19-1. and one. I think it's safe to say they're the prohibitive favorite in the NCISA 4A uh, in Carmel, at Carmel Christian. And Benjamin Burnham, had one, I, I wrote about him as the player of the month in the Hoop State because of what he's been able to do leading Carmel to the record that they have. And he capped it off with a, a 22-point, 16-rebound, 10-block, triple-double against Victory Christian, a team loaded with Division One players. Uh, Simmons, I, I know we've watched him a lot this summer, Rod, too, like – Simmons, we'll start with you. What does Burnham bring to the table that makes this Carmel Christian team such a threat no matter who they play? Um, his versatility, his motor, um, and then his, his, his speed. Um, as far as rim running, um, being mobile, getting on the floor, I mean, between him and Kay, Kalua mating, when I say Kay, like, I mean, that that's a gift they have. Um, he's also so versatile, right? Like he gets, you know, putbacks. Um, he scores in the post. He jump shots. He gets out in the break. He pushes it. Like he has various ways of impacting the game offensively. Um, and then it's just like he's relentless. Like you know, Ben Burnham really not scared of nothing, nobody. Um, and so when you have those three things together, along with a well coached team and a system. I feel like it's just everything around him, you know, allows him to has allowed him to be special this year. Yeah, I, I was talking with uh, Mike Wright, head coach at Liberty Heights, about Carmel. He said they're the most disciplined team in the state. Rod, do you think that's true, and why do you think that's such an important thing for them with the talent that they do have? No, uh, Coach Wright's one hundred percent correct. Just because Carmel, they're going they're going to run their sets uh, almost every time down. They like to run and get in transition, but if they don't have anything, they like to bring it back and they, they run their sets and. They run a lot of good sets because more often than not, they're, they're, they're usually getting a good shot on the offensive end. And then when you have somebody like Burnham, who's like an elite uh, offensive rebounder, like it just gives you extra possessions in the game and it just makes your team that much more dangerous. Uh, but, you know, just, I mean, Carmel, they just, their whole team this year, they, they've all stepped up and played. I mean, start with Justin Taylor, the point guard, Kay Tyson, Glenn Bynum, Burnham, and, uh, you know, the other guys, the backup point guard, I forget his name. I know you got it. Um, Arias, yeah. Arias, yes, Arias, yes, I like him. Um, and even the shooter, Kyle Bean, coming off the bench as well. Had, Bean! Bean's a, Bean's a sniper, man. So, I think they just, they're a complete basketball team in, in terms of, you know, they don't they don't have a weakness. Like, if you look mm-hmm. at Carmel, they really don't have a weakness. They have a guy that can break you down and, and get a shot and get others a shot. You have a guy you can dump the ball down to get a bucket. You have shooters with space and you have defenders. Like, I think you, you have everything – that those are all the recipes you have for a state championship team. So, I mean, I'd be surprised if they don't win a state championship at this point. Um, and, you know, we, you know, the, the hot topic the last week has been, you know, the Gatorade player of the year. Um, I, I think Ben Burnham was on that short list as well. Uh, you know, you got to throw, you know, you got to throw a lot of other guys up there, a few other guys as well too. So, but that'd be another topic for another day, but no, definitely Carmel's team look out for me. I think they're the prohibitive favorite. So. Yeah, yeah, I 100% agree. Real quick, I didn't put this on the outline, but, you know, you guys understand this. Uh, Freddie Johnson gets win number 1,100. And what an incredible accomplishment um, that is. Simmons, when you, when you think of Greensboro Day basketball and, and Freddie Johnson, now that he has win 1,100, what comes to mind? Consistency, tradition. They um, just put the game right way. Um, integrity. Um you know, they play the game the right way. They've had for years. Um, he's been blessed to be in a position where he could do it for a long time. He's blessed, you know what I'm saying, to have coached some great players. And, you know, the Greensboro area has been really, really good to them. Um, so congrats to Coach. Um, shout out to that whole Greensboro team. And, um, that's amazing, man. I don't know. I don't know if anybody else, bro, like, 
and get to that. You got to coach a long time, man. Yeah, Rod. Same thing to you. Like when you when you think about that tradition that they have over there, what, what kind of comes to mind, especially with you know a statement uh, like uh, eleven hundred wins. I mean, first and foremost, uh, congrats to Coach Freddie Johnson on winning eleven hundred. I told him yesterday on Twitter, but uh, it's it's just like like Simmons says, just that consistency year in and year out, being a state title contender, being the hunted every year. Like people don't understand how hard it is to be the hunted every year. When you when you put Greensboro Day on your on your schedule. People get up for that game. You're getting everybody's best shot every single night. And even when their years and they're a little down, people still don't care because, hey, we beat Freddie Johnson in Greensboro Day. So, um, And then another thing with Greensboro Day, you get a lot of kids that come out of Greensboro Day. They're, they're college ready because they run the, a lot of the same college defensive principles and they run a lot of structure. So, like, and you see those guys having success on the next level, like a guy like Jordan Perkins. I mean, we look at Jordan. Jordan's one of the best point guards to come through the MEAC in the last decade probably. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's a testament to, you know, just him being in that system, knowing how to play the game. Then you got guys like John Newman and J.P. Mormon, McCorkle, Cam Hayes. Like, the list goes on, man. I, I can talk about kids all day, but just that model of consistency, you know. So, much congrats to Freddie. Yeah, 100%. It's been, it's been crazy to see Freddie. At least for me, Freddie, even when I – back when I was writing for my own website, like, Freddie was incredibly welcoming. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't care. Like, if you're willing to – help talk about his players. He's going to open the door for you and give you whatever you need. Um, I think that's one of the things that when I think of Freddie, that's what I think of uh, just on the off the court side of things. He's always been great to me individually and great. To, I've never seen him treat anybody the wrong, the wrong way. So c- congrats to him. Congrats to that whole basketball family over there. Um, kind of looking at the independent side of things, you know, the hoop state championship is about five or six weeks away at this point, And a lot of teams are starting to gear up and play their best basketball and we're, you know, I don't, I don't think Combine's played in the last couple of weeks. I know they, were, they had a couple of opponents with COVID issues. Um, but Liberty Heights, Moravian, and Word of God, and Lake Norman Christian are the teams we'll all talk about. I don't think Lake Norman Christian is 100% confirmed that for that event yet, but it is within the realm of possibility. Um, I guess we'll start with Liberty Heights. They've had an interesting few weeks. They beat Victory Christian. Um, they beat <clears throat> they beat the Burlington School in overtime in a game they probably didn't play their best, and then they went up and at the Hargrave event, they took care of business up there too. Uh, Simmons, what what is this Liberty Heights team doing right now that is so encouraging when you look at them as really the, as a likely top seed at this point in the Hoop State Championship? Hmm. Um, I mean, it's just so balanced, man. And then I think, like, defensively, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they're different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, it starts at the, you know, with, with Elijah and PJ and Lord, Lord, PJ. Like, PJ locks a lot of guys up, man. You know what I'm saying? And it starts there. And then, you know, under the rim, the zoo open down there. You know, going down, down there. You know what I'm saying? They're going down, down there, man. Okay, Rav down there holding it down. You know what I'm saying? I think it starts there. You know what I'm saying? And then it's just like, you know, Mike Wright. Is, is, is such a good motivator. And I think he always keeps them humble. Like, throughout this season, you can see Mike Wright letting them boy know what time it is. Like, he owned them at all times. You know what I'm saying? But the thing of it is, is, you know, it's like, it's spooky. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a sticky space because it's like, they've been ducking and dodging. And so it's like, you know, you're going to the Hoop State Championships is one and done, baby. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they got to be consistent. Because still, man, you know, everybody's everybody's gonna get everybody's best shot. Like, you know, that's a that's a coveted trophy. One hundred percent. It's the biggest trophy in the state. Not even from a metaphorical standpoint, from like a literal standpoint. Like, there's no trophy bigger than that. Uh, Rod, you know, looking at the TBS game, they didn't play their best. That you know, they were, they were they were sloppy in some areas, but they still found a way to beat a high quality team and make the necessary plays late in the game to do so. What does that say, kind of, about the resilience level at this point in the year? Um, I think the biggest thing to point out about Liberty Heights is the fact that they've bought in. They've bought in to what Mike Wright was looking to do. They're, you know, it's it's more me as opposed to we. And you look at the team, a lot of guys are already committed to schools. You got you Jonas is already committed. PJ's committed. Terrence Johnson. Uh, I know you got another kid committed as well, too. So now you, you got you got a lot of guys on the team who are comfortable. They're good. Like You're not worrying about having to play for stats and worrying about having to play for a scholarship at this point. So you got a lot of guys that are locked in. And, and, you know, like I said, like, like Simon said, it starts with the head with Elijah and PJ. 
Like those two calls so apply so much pressure on both ends. Yeah, of bro. Court. Like, like it's, it's 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 tough to go off for, for thirty two minutes. It's hard. And then I mean, keep, then you, then you got a top forty kid in the country down low. Like I mean, that's just it's called spade to spade. Like that, they're almost unguardable. It's, it, when they're on, clicking on all, all cylinders, they're literally unguardable. And now you got uh, Isaac Farrar who's starting to play better, starting to, to kind of find his role, find his niche. Uh, Jeremy Baker as well, too. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I love Liberty Heights, but like Simmons said, man, the Hoop State Championship, man, it ain't no, and they not ducking smoke, but I'm saying there ain't no smoke ducking in the Hoop State Championship. Yeah, no. bro. Nah. And, and, the, and the brakes the next are team, on from jump. And, from jump. and the next team I want to get to, I think, is – a perfect some like a perfect team to talk about with that in Moravian, a team that you know they might not have as much on paper, but they've found a way to beat high level teams. They did it again tonight. They beat Liberty Heights, or not Liberty Heights, excuse me. They beat the Burlington School for the second time. They've swept the Burlington School in the year. They've already beaten the Combine. Yeah, they won tonight mm-hmm. at Moravian in a close game, two times. The first time they did it without BJ Freeman. Tonight they did it with him. Eli Ellis is starting to do more than just shoot the ball. I know in the first game he had 19 points, 10 assists. And they're to, yeah, in the first in the game first matchup there. I don't know. I don't have the stats yet from tonight, but they won tonight too. So they're dangerous, and and, and you know they lost to Northside Christian, who has lost to Met. Like there's the transitive property doesn't apply. But what I'm saying is this Moravian team is dangerous, and and how should you look at them as an opponent um, when you get ready to go to the Hoop State Championship? Simmons, we'll start with you because they can beat anybody. I'm gonna be honest, like it's. This is what it is, bro. Like it was. It's, it's the, it's the, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put you on. It's the details. It's the old storm, bro. It didn't happen on purpose. Their four and five are college small forwards. Yeah, that's the problem. So it's like you can go in there thinking what you want to. Raekwon jumping ball and BJ Freeman down there, and we've seen it for six months. BJ Freeman getting that rebound, he get that baby jaw going, and when he's in the middle of the floor. He's special. Raekwon, Curry, you've seen what Curry's been doing the whole year. And all all teams, no need to talk about it, okay? Winners. <laughs> we right? don't even address it. We don't need to address Winners. it. Winners. And then you got, like, you have those uh, you have, you have those those other pieces. You got Bellamy, and you mm-hmm. got Baby Hero, you know what I'm saying, who can hit shots. Then, you know what I'm saying, you got uh, Sad Pat. And the thing of it is, Miles, is, like, they have, like, five or six people that's literally been playing together and playing a lot of games for a long time. And mm-hmm. so it's just like you can't shoot yourself in the foot and keep them around because at any point in time, they'll steal one. Because if their shots are falling too, oh, I forgot. My bad. Disrespect. Knockdown shooter. I got it. But I forgot my man. The Jackson Holt. Holt. Yeah, yeah. Holt be spraying cats. So he had six threes in the first Burlington school game, had 22. Yeah, see? And, and so, when, when, it, when it's falling like that, that's, that's hard to guard, bro. So I was talking about it with Rod last week when we were doing the preview stuff. They're running four or five pick and roll with shooters everywhere. And that doesn't happen in high school. That doesn't happen. No. You know? So it's just a a difficult It's a weird matchup because how do you play it? Yeah. Like you look at some team like Kool, a more – not necessarily traditional, but a traditional big. You look at Combine, you have Wessler and Owens. Those are traditional bigs. That's a tough matchup for them when you're dealing with like a 6'6 hybrid. Um, yeah, it's only you know, certain teams that's equipped like to match up with that for real. Yeah, um, Rod, what are you seeing from that team from a standpoint of like they've dealt with a lot of adversity this year and they're really coming together and it feels like a tight knit group. Like, how valuable is that come come playoff time? Uh, you know, I, I dubbed them a couple uh, last, a couple weeks ago. The Giant Killers in Hoop State, and I mean, once again tonight they proved it again with another win. Uh, it, it's like we, we've talked about before, Moravian. I, I just think the pieces of the puzzle fit together so perfectly for them at this point. Like Simmons alluded to, like you got the four and the five as your as your point man on the team. The guys who make all the decisions, make make the reads, and you, and you give them space. When guys like B.J. Freeman and Ray Paul Horton are in space, they are at their, at their best. So now you put in Eli and then Jackson Holt, and then you got a guy like said Pat that's got some wiggle. And we ain't talk about the kid Bellamy. Bellamy's like that glue guy for them, right? Yeah. Who puts who puts it all together for them? You know, like defensively, he can initiate the offense. He can rebound. He can not open shot, not open shots down as well too. So, I mean, Moravian's that team. I mean, <laughs> if I had a first round draw against him, and I'm a, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're not Bellamy a team right you want to play. 
Right, right, right. You know, if I got to play in the semifinals or something like that, I'm cool. But that first round, I'm like, Ugh, I don't know, man. Like, because at this point, I mean, I don't know what we would rank the teams at this point for the who stay champions. There's still too but, much time to tell. There's still too much time. Right. But I would imagine, honestly, Moravians probably in the top four seeds at this point, though. I mean, yeah. based off their quality, quality wins, I, I think, yeah, they would have to yeah. be a top four seed. Probably we'll have to look at their records. I think we just I think the best bet is just the week before to kind of look at the records and say, hey, here right. they are, you know? Right. right, um, right. So but the other thing is Warder got it was creeping in the national top twenty five and they've taken a few losses now. You know, they lost to Liberty Heights, they lost to Lake Norman Christian, um, they lost to TBS, they're working in a new piece in Freddie DeLeon, who's a high usage kind of kid. Um, and they're trying to figure it out right now. Simmons, where where do they go from here? Is it just a matter of getting more bump under you and, and trying to keep it rolling and trying to adjust to the new piece? It's hard, man, because it's chemistry. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's chemistry. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard because it's like they really never had a whole team the whole year. Mm-hmm. Like, they had – you had times where, like, pieces that are, are needed, like, they're in and out of the lineup. Like, you know what I'm saying? And now, you know, you got phrases so – it's crazy. It's like, you know, they, they, they'll get some momentum and then, you know what I'm saying, like stuff will be rearranged and stuff. So, I mean, it's hard, man. I mean, they have – talent-wise, they can bang with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's not the question. The question for them is, number one, are they going to show up defensively? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, number two, are their shots falling? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and then number three, and the last thing is like, which Saquon Harris and Josh Smith are going to show up? The ones from the summer? You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. the ones that, you know, kind of been inconsistent all year? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you kind of kind of just look at it. You know what I'm saying? But like, when they're on, like, when, when Saquon and Josh come to play, like, it's a hard team to beat because you know Khalil, Khalil going to always give you a chance. And Po' Boy, you know what I'm saying? When he hot, Jesus Christ. Yeah, 100%. Rod, if you're a guy like Freddie DeLeon trying to work himself in, what, what are some things you're actively trying to do to make it easier for you and your teammates to deal with the adjustment? I think the biggest thing for Freddie right now is to, you know, you don't want him to just say, hey, just kind of fall in with the guys because Freddie's such a gifted scorer, especially with the ball in his hands. I think it's, I think it's more on the coaching staff to kind of find ways to implement Freddie and, and, and get him, get him yeah. easy looks to get his – to get his confidence going, you know. Um, it's Like I said, it's going to take some time, like, you know, to implement, you know, a team that was already rolling before Freddie and you add a guy like him. It's just it's going to take some time for them to, to to get acclimated. But I think the biggest thing for Freddie right now is he, when he can control is by doing the little things. You know, being a defender, where, where the guy needs a defender right now. They need somebody to step up mm-hmm. and, 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 and lock somebody up, you know. So I think if Freddie can take on that role for now and then, you know, let his offensive game come, because I mean, when you look at it, it's 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 the equivalent of like a midseason NBA blockbuster trade. Obviously, mm-hmm. the trade didn't get anybody, but you know, where the guy added a, a top five player in the he state got a future first round pick, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> so so I mean, I think basically for for where the guy, the key is to you know find out what what Freddie's good at. Obviously, you know he can score. Just put him in spots where Freddie can be successful. So yeah, no, I completely agree. I do think that they're you know they've set themselves up to where. They have a month here to figure it out, and that's I feel like that's enough time for them to kind of integrate him in the way they want to. Um, lastly, take a look at late Norman Christian. Um, I mean, it's it's the same narrative over the last three weeks. Pat McCarthy has them rolling. Mikey Williams is playing winning basketball, and it feels like all of the pieces are contributing. I know Simmons and I had the game against High Point Christian. Simmons, what are you seeing from them that makes them look like – you know, a, a true a, in the conversation to be the best team in the state of North Carolina where earlier in the year that didn't really feel like the case. Um, I think it's going to be tough in the month to become best team in the NC. But, I mean, they, they, they're they coming up there. I mean, with them, it's just – They're at least in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they have – I mean, Pat is doing an amazing job, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're playing for something outside themselves, right? Like, 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 like the biggest thing I saw was – I ain't really listening to what, you know what I'm saying, other folks are saying about Mikey. I seen a kid in the game dive on the floor, on, on chest first, face first, facing the turf, snatch your ball and throw an assist. Right, like I seen him. These are winning plays. Like you know, what I'm saying not forcing anything. You know, what I'm saying. And so now, like they're spooky, right? They're spooky because 
Trey Green, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes he, he has plays where you're like, yo, I, I don't know Trey. But there are times he's, hey, 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 lay. Okay? <laughs> hey, 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 bang. You know what I'm saying? That's scary. Mikey got the superstar factor. My man AJ right now. He's their MVP right now. Most improved. Like, yo, NBA was most improved. Like, yo, AJ is banging on cats, consistent hitting threes, good defenders, six, six out there. Then they rotating two bigs. You know what I'm saying? So it was like they they check the boxes. Like, you know what I'm saying? But for so for them, it's really about matchups. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for them, it's really about matchups. Like, that's a team that, like, you don't you don't want to see a B.J. Freeman and, and, uh, and um, Horton. What's my name? Raekwon and then, like, mm, yeah. that, ain't, that, ain't, that ain't good. That ain't good. That ain't good. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they got a chance, though. Definitely. Um, Rob, what's the – I mean, basically kind of piggybacking off that, I know Simmons really hit on it, but, like, what has caught your eye? Because it, it's consistent. It's every game. They're bringing it every single night um, where they – they're just taking care of business. Yeah, so, I mean, for me, it, like Norman, it's, like I said, that's what I wrote about my blog last week. It's all about accountability. And, you know, accountability starts from the top with the head coach and making sure each and every guy every guy on that team is dialed in and locked in and trying to, you know, accomplish the bigger, the bigger goal. And, I mean, that, honestly, it starts with McCarthy and that starts with Mikey. So, and Mikey, mm-hmm. like, like Sam and said, he's diving on the floor. He's doing a little things now. That stuff we, Mikey wouldn't have done a month ago. Like, it's, it's called spade to spade. It's not – not coming at anybody or any way. It's just being honest. Like the, the way this team plays now versus the way this team played at the beginning of the year. Like this is the team that we thought late normal would be. So now that they're locked in, you know Simmons. Simmons always talked. He told me about uh, AJ Allen Spire over the summer. But now to get to see him kind of up close and personal mo- multiple times, like I'm so man. That kid's big time. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's he's big time. So you know. And, you know, I think that the key for Lake Norman moving down the stretch, if they do play in the Hoop State Championship or if they, whatever championship they play in, bench production. Bench production is going to be the key for them. They got it. I know, I know Shane, my guy Sugar Shane, he, he's, he knows, he's try, trying to adjust with McCarthy and try to find his role now with a new team. They're going to need him and Bullock to be really big off that bench and uh, the kid number three as well, too. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Robert, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's, the, that's the key as well for me. That's what I think. Also, to 100%. piggyback off Rye, I would be lame if I didn't give that guy credit. Josh Bullock, regardless of class, is one of the best on-ball defenders in the state of North Carolina, yo. Like, yo, real talk. Like, hey, can I say this real quick? You, y'all have y'all said, say he locked my boy up. My boy had him doing the Tootsie Slide the other day, man. Come on. No, man. yeah, yeah. But, yo, but KJ hit him after eight attempts where it was tough. So what I'm saying is like like you know how it is like you can't really lock nobody up. You make it tough for him. But he forced KJ to have to go to a three dribble move, three four dribbles to get him off of now. He did spray him, but KJ was he came out the gate roasting. And yeah. me and him said Josh the job. But you know where it started from is remember Rod, he did a job at Word of God. Oh no for sure. When he came to word of God, like he was doing the job defensively. And you can see the game, you know what I'm saying the game changed, but like he he's done a great job for them defensively. He did get baked prime time though, but y'all know what I mean. <laughs> I, I think, oh I my think, gosh, Durant is a demon. He's a demon. <laughs> um I was gonna say, like, it seems like Pat's noticing that with Josh too, is that when they need a ball stopping defender in the game, Josh is getting ready to check in. It feels like it's perfect for them. Um, looking at the two way East, obviously we got to talk about that road of the Raptors season two is coming back out. Um, I don't know when the first episode's dropping, but I'd imagine that the timeline for that to drop would be at some point relatively soon within the next few weeks. Um, that's me web giving you leeway on your production. I don't really know the details of it. So sorry if I got you ahead of schedule, but Reedsville had the COVID break. They're coming back this week. We'll see how they do. South Granville took a tough loss to Davidson Day where Bobby Pettiford scored 28 of his team's 48 points. Nobody else could get it going whatsoever. They have another huge test on Friday night. He had 28? He had 28 of his team's 48. He wasn't – and he didn't even shoot it great. I think he was one for seven from three. Worst shooting night of the year. You could see it on his face. It just wasn't falling. He had a big one late, but they, they – I called the game. It, they struggled. Davidson Day – 
they such a strong core. Atwell was really good. Blaine St. Clair was really good until he fouled out. And then um, the young fella, Derek Ely, the freshman, him in, uh, I think I'm trying to remember the point guard's name, the Quake, the Qua- freshman kid, the Quake kid was really good as well. Um, but they, they put couldn't clamp on South Granville. They couldn't score besides Bobby. Bobby had 28. Nobody else could score. They scored 20 points beyond him. Uh, now they play TBS on Friday on the Hoop State Network. Rod, mm. what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. A little shameless plug. Rod, what What does do the Colin Tanners and Caleb Hedgepass and Lorian Walkers have to do to help Bobby out in games against elite competition? So we talked about this on the broadcast a couple of weeks ago, but that's the difference right now between Farmville Central and everybody else in 2A. Mm-hmm. The support the supporting cast. Free. The supporting cast. Like you got it. Like those guys, you know, everybody was talking about Caleb Tanner and how he was going to score and tear early on the season. Rightfully so. He was doing his thing. But in the big moments, the moments that they're going to need him within this next month, he's got to be able to step up. And not only one could be create his own offense, but he's got to be able to be able to create offense for other people because everybody knows the defense is geared to shut down by Like that's numero uno on your board. Take, You're not gonna shut him by. down. You're just going to contain him. Right. You know what I mean? But if you can make Bobby – well, South Rams, honestly, if you can make Bobby be more of a scorer, you take them completely out of the game because now – like, look at the game with Davis and Day the other night. In the fourth quarter, Bobby kind of got in that takeover mode and everybody was kind of standing around watching. So, they played really right into Davis and Day's hands. I mean, and they, and they came out with the win. So, but for South Granville, that's going to be the key for their season. Like, those, Caleb Hedgepeth, Colin Tanner, uh, Laurie Walker, those guys, those, those, I'm looking at those three in particular. Like, yo, you got to, you got to, you got to step up. Yo. Yeah. Simmons, is it kind of along the same lines for you? Yeah, man, it's tough. Like, it, it, it's tough because really, like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's like it's specific. You know what I'm saying? And so the coach in me, like, I don't want nobody to take stuff personal. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta yeah. chill. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, like, you know, it's specifically ball handling, like, you know what I'm saying, and breaking down, like, because it's a difference. Like, there are times where Bobby needs to be able to play off the ball. You know what I'm saying? There's times where Bobby needs to be able to play on the ball. When Bobby's playing off the ball, he needs people that can actually break down the defense. Because a lot of times, like, guys guard him no help. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying, if he's on the ball, they got to be able to just step up and that's hard. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, that's the next level to Tanner's game. Like, that, you know, Tanner's a shooter, but where, where it gets tough a little bit is putting on the deck, like, you know what I'm saying, trying to create. So, really, man, they fall on low. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, low wanted the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he got to step up, man. He got to hand him the ball. Like, he got to hand him the ball and help dish and be aggressive. Like, that's, that, that's where it goes. Yeah, and I think if, if Lowe and Colin are going, South Granville is capable of going, is going the distance. Like, because Bobby is that good to where if those guys are providing that supplemental stuff, you know, they're capable. Um, but they're going to need those guys to do that. Um, quickly, before we talk about this Trinity Rally Farmville game, which is going to be unbelievable um, tomorrow night, uh, Kinston, they get Dontrez back. They get a close win in a game where Jeremy Dixon really stepped up with his shot making. I know you two were both there. Um, quick, like, what does it mean for them to get Dontrez back, and how does that change the trajectory of their season, um, especially with Dixon stepping up the way that he did, Simmons? Um, it changes them because, I mean, it gives them an automatic bucket. Uh, one thing we saw in that game is that, you know, Washington Pan Pack had – they had size. They had three different people they could put on Trez, but Trez Rusty could get every shot he wanted. And it's just a matter of legs. So, like – it's crazy because Kinston uses him like in areas Rod talk about all the time on broadcast. Like Kinston uses him so much in the mid post that they sad. So Jeremy, hitting, the biggest thing for Kinston is can Big Horace be that be that guy beside them to help hold down the paint? And then you know from the guard spot, can somebody help handle the ball? You know what I'm saying? And make passes. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that, man. But like it definitely it definitely gives them a boost and it definitely gives them a puncher's chance. Because the way Trez was looking, like, I think Rod's going to agree with him when he gets up to the next. Like, once he's prime time and ready to go to the playoffs, he's walking 40. Like, real mm-hmm. talk. No, like, for real, though. Like, they, yeah. they, was, they, was throwing, they was throwing him. They was isolating him on the, on the right elbow and flattening it out. He has a bag from that space <laughs> at 6'6". He's elite. Whatever he wants. Yeah. Nah, he's <laughs> Like, his stuff in that, like, like – 12 to 17 feet area. Yo, this is crazy. That's a bag. That's yeah. a bag. 
Yeah. So Rod, as like Simmons said, as he continues to get those legs under him, what what can we expect from from Dontrez as he just gets himself back into form? I think so. The one, so you know, I, I talk to Dontrez, the trainer, all the time. Who's shout out to my dog? I talk to him all the time, and one thing he tells me, man, yo, he got some stuff in his bag, bro. And I was like, I can't wait to see it. And you know, Dontrez didn't play a lot of basketball all the summer, so you know he's been in the lab working, working. He unfortunately, had that, that setback at the beginning of the season. I mean, if he didn't, we'd be talking about Dontrez on that short list for Gatorade Player of the Year. No doubt. No doubt. With, with everybody else. But the thing with Kenston now is Jeremy looks like that, like he did the other night, because, hey, that focus ain't there no more on you now. Like, that, that, like it, all that double, triple team stuff, now Dontrez is back. Like, yo, you're free to do what you want to do. And Jeremy is so good off the bounce. It just allows him to – to, to, to be that guy, and he, and he made some tough shots last night. I mean, the other night, he kept him in the game. But, you know, I, I think, like what Simmons said, with Dontre shakes that real soft, man. Yeah, I hate it for the South Lenores and whoever said they got to play for the world. Like, let's go. They had to play South, had to play South Lenore tonight. I think it was like 17 6 after the first quarter. I didn't see the rest of the score. So let me see. Yeah, I know Hank's probably got some stats for me. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing, Miles, too, is Miles, Kinston hasn't had their coach, bro. Oh, yeah, I know. Perry's yeah. been out with COVID stuff. So I think he's, is he coming back soon? He ha- like, that's what I'm saying. So, it's like, you're really missing, like, their two figureheads. Like, no Trez has been out and coach. So, it's just like, they might be coming back at the right time. Yeah, exactly. And so, I was laughing because someone texted me and was like, did, did Perry grow hair? I said, what? I wasn't watching the game. <laughs> yeah. and, someone, and I guess I was like, oh, I guess he's out with, with COVID uh, precautions. So, you know, hopefully Perry's okay and he's getting ready to come back and help them kind of down the distance. Um but, yeah, so, like we said, Kinston, Dontrez, getting back, you know, to where they need to be. Um, Farmville Central, you know, they've been rolling. I don't even know if we need to talk about what they've been doing, everybody, because it's just what Farmville Central does to the teams in that area. But they play Trinity or Raleigh on Wednesday in what's going to be an incredible challenge for them and a great opportunity for guys like Jaquan Moore and Noah Ross to go up against an ACC commit. Simmons, I know you talked about it. You, when you saw the game on the schedule, you were excited about it. What are you thinking? I need you to run me down Trinity start a lot up again. I don't know who the starting lineup is, but they're featured guys. They got uh, Tyler Gill, Towson committed point guard. They got Sam Perez, the transfer from Middle Creek. They have Noah Ross, and they have Jaquan Moore. Um, they also have Kavon Vanderhorst coming in and uh, Trey Barker, who came down and played with Thomas, the sniper on the wing. So they have talent. Bomber! So, I mean, honestly, for real, for real, bro, like, I'm excited, but this is why I'm excited, like, too. Like, this is going to be a good game, right? My dog Noah Ross in that thing, Jaquan Moore Gucci, right? But for Farmville's pieces that they need to win a championship, this is a great test. So, like, the Jaden uh, Pitt, this is a great test. Because, like, it's a Division One guard in front of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, what's going on? Like, baby short. This is a big test for him. Coming off the bench, what can he do with Mr. Vanderhorst? Like, Josh Short. Like, yo, a lot of questions about you being top in your class. Whoa, Jaguar Mo, what y'all gonna do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. everything's prime time. And the matchup between baby T and Noah Ross. Listen, I'm gassing. Nachos! Listen, I'm gassing. <laughs> I'm gas and I'm excited for that. That's a big time matchup. You know what I'm saying? Because like I want to see how T gonna play it. Because like you can't just like listen, listen. I got love for everybody. Noah Ross is is one of them ones that's next, brother. Yeah, me and me and you are on the same page with that. Six seven brolic chest cardio of a U.S. Navy SEAL. Okay, he's not playing no games. <laughs> he's elite, high level. Coaches, yeah. it is live. Okay, Facts. but yeah, I'm mean, I'm really excited for the matchup, man. Are you booting up too? No, nah, I, I gotta stay here. Unfortunately. Okay, okay, okay. I gotta stay in Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. State plays UVA tomorrow night, so that luckily that game's at nine, so I'll be able to watch both. Um, okay, bad, 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 bad. Was well, me and Bridges is in there. Yeah, and then I, and then so yeah, Rod quickly on on Noah Ross and, and Trinity. And they've only played five games this year. They're five and zero. They've had a weird like the school rules with the COVID. Like it's it's just weird. But they're able to finally play that game. Um, what what do you expect from Noah in a game like this? Um, I expect Noah Ross to be who he is—a guy, energy guy, knocking shots down. 
know, getting to the rim, doing everything that we saw him do over the summer. But I got to shout out Trinity and Riley, man, for for going not ducking smoke, man. Uh, listen, the, the two in the private school association, the two A division, ain't nothing but smoke out there. Nothing but smoke, bro. And there's some teams that they have some really good records that ain't really playing nobody. I mean, if you look at the list, I don't have to tell you. Who no, we don't have to tell you. You already know who it is. Yeah. But they only, they, 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 they ain't playing nobody. But anyway, I just think, like, for teams like Trinity or Raleigh, uh, Northside, Burlington School, like, they're playing, they're, they're not ducking no smoke. So when it comes tournament time, you know, they're going to be battle tests. They're going to be prepared, man. And so that's, you know, shout out to Coach Burrell, man. That's, that's just a, a test, man. Like, you know, this game really for them, in the grand scheme of things, they lose. Yeah, you know, we lost. We lost probably the best. We lost the best one or two teams in the state. So, but we came and competed. You know, what I mean, if they win, yo, we do. We're supposed to do. So, you know, it's a it's a it's a win win situation for them. You know, it's a house money game. Also, Miles. Also, this is a game Sam Perez could could blow. This is yeah. a game. This 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 is a game Taylor made for Sam Perez. Real talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he. I mean, you know, he comes in. He's kind of like the third, fourth option on that team, and there's no shame in that because that's a talented team. Sam's a six-eight forward with twenty-seven foot range, and yeah, yeah. If he gets helped off and he starts hitting shots early, it could be interesting. Real. Plus, he gonna pull like he pulls Leontay away from the basket. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. And now you know what I'm saying. Like Noah Ross will boom that thing. Okay, you know yeah. what I'm saying like he'll, he'll turn the corner, boom that thing. Like it's gonna be a good game. Man. I'm excited. Yeah, you think about that Trinity death lineup. You got Vanderhorst, Gill, Moore, Perez, Ross. It's tough. Stop, it's tough, stop, to stop. Match, tough to match stop. up with. Um, that's going to be a fun one. I'm excited to hear you guys on the call for that. Friday night, the Burlington School, South Granville, speaking of tests. Ryan's playing. I mean, he's the gauntlet schedule that they've played is ridiculous. They've beaten – they ble- beat Blue Magic. They beat Word of God. They lost to Moravian, lost to Liberty Heights, lost to Moravian again, like – it's getting hard to even keep track of with all the high-level teams that they're playing. And then they go and play South Granville on the road on Friday night um, in a game that, you know, most would expect them to win just with the overwhelming amount of talent that they have. What are you, what are y'all seeing from that? I guess, Rob, we'll start with you. I mean, I'm looking at the point guard matchup first and foremost. Like, we're getting, I mean, arguably the two best point guards in the state in the 21 class. I mean, Jamari and, and – uh, Bobby, you know, you know, this is a game that they both wanted. So, you know, but again, we know what you're going to get out of those two players. For but for this game, you know, you're looking at the other guys. Uh, Kay's been he's been rolling lately, so I think he's going to have a, a, a advantage inside against South Granville. You know, because I look at how Leonte Moore played against uh, South Granville. Yeah, he, he kind of had his way inside and out. You know, and I think I expect Coel to kind of have that same type of game. So. You, know, you need guys like Caleb Hedgepeth and Colin Tanner to kind of step up and use their size and be able to rebound and protect the rim as well, too. So um, it's going to be a good game, a good test for both teams. You know, South Granville is doing what they're supposed to do. They know they don't get a lot of competition outside of their conference, in their conference, so they got to go find games to prepare them for the state tournament. So, Yep, that's why they went and they scheduled Davidson Day, they scheduled Farmville, and they scheduled the Burlington School. Simmons, how excited are you for that point guard matchup? Oh, man, um, I knew about this since the summer. So, yeah. my eyes is 100% on that, man. Like, I mean, listen, like, Jamari, Jamari got a, got a point to prove, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he been saying that for a long time. Like, you know, he ain't ducking nobody. Bob has been just, like, an assassin. Like, Bob just pulling up. He's spraying everybody. Like, that matchup is going to be electric. Like, that's, that's real smoke because, like, the, the reason why I know it's going to be electric is, like, there's no ducking. Like, Jamari Thomas is going everywhere Bobby Pettifer is going. So, this ain't no, no, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 They're going at it toe-to-toe the entire ball game. I can't wait. I'm having uh, Skittles in one pocket, Starburst in the other. Okay? So, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in that thing straight up. I love it. Uh, so, yeah. And then the Royston School. Speaking of the gauntlet, they have a quick turnaround. Saturday afternoon, they go to Combine Academy. Ah! Yeah. That's a game free on YouTube. I'll be on the call for that. Boot up for that one. Saturday afternoon. It doesn't. We, we, we messed with the schedule a little bit. We said, hey, we're not going to interfere with Duke Carolina. We want you all to watch both games because it's the best high school game in the state and the best college game in the state. 
um, going back to back, basically. So and Carolina lost tonight, correct? Carolina yeah, they look, to come to they look horrible. They look real bad. Yo, what, bro? Yeah. We we I think next week we need to do an ACC check in on the podcast. Let's do it next week. Yeah. Next week we'll do an ACC check in because I feel feel like there's just a lot to talk about. I guess because all because all, all three of them stink. All four, excuse me, all four of them stink. Right? Oh yeah, it's been tough. It's been tough sledding, <laughs> and they've all had to deal with their own certain kind of adversity. Yeah. That's both within. Yeah, I can't and find. I can't. I can't. This for the first time is I can't find a Duke fan nowhere. Where y'all at, man? <laughs> my roommate has. My roommate hasn't been in our apartment in a month and a half. He's trying to avoid the Duke conversation at all costs. Yeah, I ain't seen them Duke boys in a minute. El stink. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so the Burlington School Combine, Combine, you know, a little bit of a layoff, but they're getting ready for that one. Um, Simmons, the, the Robert Dillingham, Jamari Thomas matchup, just like you said with Bobby, Jamari's going to be going everywhere he does. What what do you see in that that catches your attention, and how exciting is that game going to be? Um, Jamari, uh, you know, I love you. Um, you better be physical with that young man, Brady. Okay, you get that brother in the wicker room. He letting it fly. He letting it fly the Thunderdome straight up. I mean, it's going to be a big-time matchup. You know what I'm saying? But I think that's a game where, like, you got to play it smart because that's a 100% team game. Like, in that environment, they clapping. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Jeff going to be ready to go. Bernardi going to be ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Both teams going to be scouted. It's a trap game in the back-to-back. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they've, you know, uh, Burlington School has been chatting everywhere they go. I think they saying is like walk in your trap, take over your trap. Like, that's what they be saying. <laughs> like, like, like you know, like they, they got a swagger with them. And I mean, you really can't just go up in uh, in combine saying that. You know what I mean? So I think it's gonna be a big time game, man. Like for real, for real. I think you know both teams are well coached, and it's gonna come down to like you know guys making plays and executing their coaches' game plans. So who's gonna win that one? Rod, on a scale of one to ten, how bad do we need to mic up both the coaches for this one? Oh, 12. <laughs> or 12, yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen, but we need to. Now, so, yeah, what, what are you thinking about that matchup? And how, like, I mean, it, it does feel like it's, it's a monumental game this season. Oh, no, definitely. Uh, definitely a big matchup. I mean, does, correct me if I'm wrong, does Combine have a game this week at all? Or? Uh, I don't believe so. I, I could be wrong, but I don't believe so, which makes it – I think it'll be almost two full weeks since they've last played when when this game comes around. That's so it'll be about saying. 10 days or so. So, that, so that, that's actually tough for – I mean, even the team is talented at combine being at home, not playing for almost two weeks or two weeks or however long it's been, and to play a, a, a talented team at the Burlington School. So that's, that's going to be a tough matchup. So it's going to take combine probably some time to get settled back in, back to adjustment, because you can you can scrimmage and practice how much you want, but you cannot simulate real live game bump. So – uh, no. I mean, I'm looking forward to that point guard matchup as well. You know, with Dylan having Jamari, like you know, like 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 Simmons said, like with Jamari, but Jamari's played every point guard in this region, literally, and he's, he's gone toe to toe. He's he's won a lot of those challenges. You know what I mean? So I, I'm just looking forward to that matchup. I mean, you know, I think the key for that game combine does have the size advantage, but I mean, a lot of games, you know, the Burlington School has been outmatched on the boards, but they compete. Kobe George. Ryan Roberts helps rebound. Jamari Pinchy down. All those guys help rebound. So, I mean, it's going to be another game to kind of, you know, to see who can who can figure it out. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think uh, I think the X factor for both teams, I think the X factor for TBS is going to be Jaquel Powell if he's hitting shots and Chris Robinson on the combine side, whichever of those two guys, because Powell's really emerged in the last half dozen or so games. Ah, Chef! Oh, oh, no. Is Chef doing crazy things? <laughs> he just hit a three-star the game. <laughs> Who are they playing? You know Simmons is in the building. <laughs> um, but not nah, so. I, like I said, Robinson and uh, and Powell. I think the shooters are going to be the ones that decide that game. Um, and that's our hoop state live schedule for this week. We you know we had like six games last week, only three this week, but they're three big ones. So Wednesday night, Farmville Central, Trinity Raleigh. Friday night, South Granville, the Burlington School. Saturday afternoon the Burlington School Combine Academy. That is your Hoop State live schedule for the week. Um, and some other Hoop State live news that we want to talk about real quick um, before we wrap the show up. Texas. We're going to the Lone Star State. Uh, we announced a partnership with the great people at the circuit and the work that they do with all the stuff in grassroots and high school basketball to broadcast there. 
um, basically season finale event. And the, and the first team, only team that has been officially announced so far is Seattle Rotary, um, the Nike EYBL program out of Washington uh, and their headline by Paulo, ben, Paulo Bancaro. Paulo Banchero, I don't want to mispronounce your name as a fellow Italian. I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point, put you on the Italian spots before you get here to Durham. Um, Simmons, you saw him at the Pangos camp when you went out there with Jonas. So you, you're the only one of us three to see that man in person. And you saw him up close. Tell the viewers what they need to be locked in for. Um, he's different. He's, he's a pro. Um, in my opinion, he won and done. Um, he's legitimately 16, and he's visibly 215, 220. And I think I'm on the size tip. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm kind of on the low side. Um, 100%, like, like muscle. Like, he's a specimen, man. But think about his game. It's crazy. It's just like you can tell. I mean, he's just different, bro. He can shoot it. He can handle it. He can rebound and take it coast to coast. He has the ability to, you know, pro hop, dunk the basketball. Like I can say, I mean, he's just – he's the number two player in the country in the region for a reason. Like, the only – person that I saw that like even gave him any minimal problems is Chet. And that's because Chet is like three, four inches taller and doing a whole lot of things. But like, yo, bro, like you in for a treat. He different. He's a man right now. Like it's, it's no question about it. And I mean, it's, it's Blake Griffin with the ratty, like the Blake Griffin now, like that's, that's what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like he different, he confident with it. He talking to you. He, he, He got a swagger, like grown man association. That's all yeah. I got. No, I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, he's, a, he's a special talent, and it's a great opportunity um, for us to, also to you know, expand our horizons a little bit. And also people that are going to be watching him at Duke in North Carolina, they get a great chance um, to take a look at him. Uh, that event is February 18th through the 20th. Some other guys on that team that are really, really good. Shane Noel, 6'6", lefty committed to Arizona. Caden Perry, a 6'9", big man who's going to Gonzaga. And Corin Johnson, who's a, a junior point guard with a ton of game. Um, there's a lot of talent on that Seattle Rotary team. I cannot wait to check them out. And uh, there will be a lot more announcements about the teams in that event, including some potential Hoop State flavor. So it's going to be an exciting event, exclusive, invite only. Um, and we'll be bringing it all to you guys live. There will be a lot of promotional content and stuff about that here in the next couple of weeks as we lead up to it. Um, Rod, Simmons, any final thoughts before we kind of wrap this thing up? Or are we good to go? Nah, we good, man. It's Chef, B. It's crazy. Hey, hey Chef, two, two from three-point line already, though. It's insane, man. All right. I'm going to hit end record. I'm going to hit end record, end meeting, and we're going to wrap this up. Thank you, everyone. Go ahead, man. Ooh, bro. My fault. I'm going to wrap this thing up. We appreciate everyone for listening uh, with us, and we appreciate the support. Um, that you guys have for the Hoop State Network. None of this is possible without you guys. And be sure to subscribe. We'll talk to y'all soon. When my friends go, it was simple. When the ends low, switch the tempo. I got right, I got heart. I don't die, I'm a fight. I go down, bet I strike. I go hard day and night. Yeah. I go hard day and night.